Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, or good night, whatever time of dimension that you are in. This is your host, Chris. Welcome, welcome, to welcome, Interstellar Frequency. Okay, tonight I'm going to take you down a memory trip of memory lane for those of you that remember these days. So, do you remember those times back then when, you know, if your family was like mine, we weren't 100% rich or anything like that, like other families, the fortunate ones, which, it, never mind any of that. But, <clears throat> what was really interesting is the days that we had cord telephones. We didn't have cordless telephones like we have today. Everything was was on a cord. And if your family was like mine, because we weren't 100% rich, we had enough money to go and buy a 50-foot cable to the phone. And, of course, there was only one phone allowed to be used in the house. Which was mounted in the kitchen with a 50-foot cord spring cord that you could walk damn near all the way across the whole house with it you can do the laundry you can go almost into the bathroom you can reach everywhere inside the house hell you can even go outside with it um, a good distance and the other phone would be in the master bedroom of course in the parents bedroom I remember those days and the funny thing is it's like you get a phone call and you're you know, talking to your boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever you're talking to on the phone. And it was so damn embarrassing because the whole family could hear the conversation. So having a 50-foot cord, you would be able to turn around and walk, you know, a good amount of ways away and try to sneak into the laundry room or something and, you know, quietly talk on the phone so that way nobody can hear what you're saying. And just God forbid that they did, you know, because then the world would crack. If your parents found out, who would have ever thought, whatever you were talking about, and God forbid any of your siblings would ever hear the conversation of what you're talking about. Because, like I said, the world that you know would come crashing down and shattering into pieces. Or at least that's what you were thinking, or one would think at that time. And it was embarrassing. So you would turn around and you would hide in the corner somewhere. And then you'd have a sibling, you know, pick up the phone because they snuck into the parent's room or something. And pick up the phone and start listening in the conversation. And then you hear, get off the phone! All the time. And... Yeah, I remember those days. Definitely. I'm pretty sure others out there remember those times, too. And if, you know, you turn around and go over to your friend's house, which, you know, their parents did, I don't know, some kind of suit job or, you know, did something a little bit more where they had a little bit more income coming in and stuff. I came from a family of one person working mom was stay-at-home mom so 
we managed. And we only had one, no, two phones. One in the master and one in the kitchen. And I remember one time I went over to my buddy's house. And next thing I know, I'm looking around. Everybody's on, like, you know, he had uh, sisters and brothers and everything. And everybody was had phones throughout the whole house. I'm like, wow, you got a phone in here? Well, yeah, don't you? No. Are you kidding me? We can't afford that. Uh-uh. Really? Yeah, no. We have a 50-foot-long cord that you walk all over the house. That That's that's how we're able to use the phone everywhere in the house, okay? No, no. We didn't, we didn't have a way of having phones everywhere. It costs too much money for that. And what a remarkable thought behind that. And, like, you'd be so embarrassed and everything, and then next thing you know, it's like, hey, can I use your phone? Yeah, well... Can I have a little bit of privacy? Yeah, there's 50 feet of cable. Go ahead and walk outside. <laughs> it's like, come on. What do you want? What else do you want, man? I mean, this is all you got. It, you know, we're, we're not exactly the rich family, but... Hey, it's all right. Make do. You, you work with what you got. That's how it is. And today, it's like you, uh, me being as old as I am at, you know, 30, what the hell am I, 35? And I see my kids at the young and age that they are and the technology that they have. And I'm like, yeah, no, dude. There was no cell phones back then. What? Really? Yeah, no. There was no cell phones. Cell phones didn't exist. That's just something that just recently happened in the last, you know, 20 years. Really? Yeah, no. No, man. It's just, it's new technology on the horizon. It just barely came out not that long ago. And yeah, okay, 20 years is a long time. Not really. I mean, if, if we're looking at linear, no. That's just a blink of an eye and everything. That's not even a speck of a minute. I mean, it's hardly nothing. Anyhow, and they're amazed with the idea that there was no cell phones. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, they asked me, well, how do you talk to your friends? Well, back in my day when I was a kid, if you were a cool kid or you had some former way of communication we had pagers back then yeah we were walking rocking the pagers back then you have a friend that blow you up on a pager and say oh I gotta make a phone call can I use your phone <laughs> and you know that's how you get your parents to get a hold of you or something you had a pager oh damn it's time to go home mom's blowing me up I remember those days oh yeah and it, it's funny because there's no pagers today. Now that I think about it, there's maybe they still might have some pagers out there. Now it's a phone call. Or it's like the company gives you a phone. They don't give you a pager like they used to. It's like, Here, here's your pager. What? No, no, we're giving you a phone. What about the pager? No. We, we want, want to talk to you now. Not, not later when you get conveniently to a phone. We want you now. So pick up the phone when we call you. This is how this works. <laughs> uh, it, it's completely different today. Completely. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's really, really cool and different. 
I remember one time I turned around and, you know, the siblings and I, my, my, my brother and I, I think, or my sister, I think mostly it might have been just my fault, not really them, because I'm younger than they are, and me being little, I think I broke the phone. I have a vague memory of this. Not not too much, but I remember I got my butt whipped for that one because, you know, God forbid mom loses a phone call. No, no, mom needs your phone call. Whatever, wh- whoever at the moment in time of the gossip gabbing going on because mom was a talker on the phone. I guess that's a genetic thing because I'm sitting here talking into a microphone while you're sitting here listening. So. Um, she grabbed us up and took us to Radio Shack after I got my my butt was bruised a little bit we had to go to Radio Shack and had them fix the phone because I broke the phone my brother was not too happy with me because there was many times I had jumped on the conversation and then yelled at for you know listening into the conversation because my older brother was talking to his girlfriend. Oh yeah, well, man, what, what, what's going on? That was the the curiosity of what are they talking about and why are they laughing and why is he having a funny face? What's going on? Like, what is this? <laughs> I want to know why is it funny? You know, and you turn around and jump on the phone, and then you get your butt whipped for jumping on the phone. Or, like me, you would get. Um, basically a wedgie and get your uh, so-called underwear pulled up over your head and you were, you know, a wedgie, basically. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) That sucked. Um, But at the same time, you know, learn not to mess with the phone call when, when your brother's on the phone. I really thought what was really cool was the I mean yeah I got my my butt whipped for breaking the phone and we had to go to Radio Shack right but at the same time what I thought was so freaking awesome was the fact that you could go to Radio Shack and like mine where I lived we were able to play with some of the toys and experiment with them and oh man that was like that was like going to a science lab or something you know and me being me I'm kind of very fond of science and I've always been that way I I like the way things are so a trip to Radio Shack was never never oh man it was like you know yeah we'd turn around and we'd say you don't want to go but in the back of our minds it's like Oh yeah, Radio Shack. We get to go play, you know, with some cool new improved toys or something, and the RC cars or something that they have, and check out some of the stuff that they offer to sell and games and game consoles and stuff like that. Because where would you go? You'd find it at Radio Shack. If it was technology, best place to go. Whatever it is that you're looking for, Radio Shack. I remember the VCR broke once back in the day when we had a VHS player. No, this is way before DVD ever existed, and way before CDs were a thing. Yes, the digital compact disc. 
players. Way back when, something would break, you'd go down to Radio Shack, and chances are at Radio Shack, you can almost build the damn thing. Because they had the boards, they had the receptors and and the resistors and they had all the different little intricate microchip board stuff at least they were carrying it way back when as time went on then they slowly stopped carrying those items and and went into other items and stuff but it was really really cool if you needed to i I remember i'll never forget this my father um was very much into music videos back in the day and that was when MTV first launched long long ago and they came out with the MTV videos uh, music TV and the coolest thing was all day long it would just play like rock music and Led Zeppelin Pink Floyd and some of the new stuff you know, it's a one hit wonders you know um I mean, there's some of the songs out there is like, yeah, I'll stop the world and melt with you. Those that may remember that. Um, Yeah, without, you know, getting too much trouble for saying it. But it was the coolest thing is like you try to record something. I remember my father had to go down to Radio Shack purchase a VHS player that we could turn the channels on and mind you you know we date back to the days before we had cable boxes and stuff so I it's a little fuzzy what I remember but I remember some I remember the channels were fuzzy definitely (laughs) but there were there was times where you know, we would we plug in the VHS player, and it's like, grab me a tape, come on, we gotta record this vi- music video. This is really great, because back then, I guess I lived in a party house. And, well, that sounds bad when you say that. It's not a wasn't a party house. It was like my parents loved to have fun. <laughs> Mom loved to throw bunko bunko. Um, and then everybody would get together. They would pull out the VHS player, put on the music TV reward, you know, music music TV video, put the tape in, and it would just play all day long, or all night long, I should say. And the music was just constantly playing in the background on the TV. And while everybody's having a grand old time, man, it was like DJing going on in my house automatically, <laughs> like. How? Change the channel, please. Um, no. <laughs> well, it's that way now. I mean, come on, think about it. You have a little device. If you have Echo or Google or whoever or the other intelligent smartphone that you have, Siri or Alexa, for example, it's like, yes. How may I help you this evening? That would be really interesting if it actually says that. Yes, what can I do for you? <laughs> but that's what it's come to, to now. now. Something in a million years we never would have dreamed of. Never in a million years would we have dreamed that by a straight-up voice command, you could 
change the temperature of your house. You can turn it off, on and off your head, your lights, headlights. That's next. Oh, excuse me, uh, Tesla. I'm sorry to bother you with your computing powers. Can you please turn on the headlights because I cannot see. <laughs> but I mean, come on, that's that's the future. You know, I mean, that, that's we're already there now as it is, but it is coming in the future. Um, Madam Tesla, would you please take me to the Cracker Barrel or something? You know, I, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, can you take me here? Can you take me there? You know, whatever it may be. And the car will go. Okay. I understand. How would you like to get there? Excuse me? How would you like to get there? Would you like to go at excessive speed? Would you like to go on a moderate cruise? Or would you like to go driving this day? Because that's where it's at. I mean, if you really think about it in the future, that's where we're going. It's going to be there at one point or another. We're going to have that. And that is, that, I don't have a problem with that. That's really cool. I mean, that's one less thing I have to worry about and concentrate and focus on. Oh, you mean the computer will do it for me? Thank you. I can just sit over here and not have to think. I, I'll do that. I'm okay with just sitting and relaxing and not trying to process information. I know this because my kids are doing that today. They're, I mean, you know, think about it. I'm 35 and they're like five, okay? So we got 30 years difference here. And um, I never thought I could learn from a five-year-old on computer stuff because I'm, you know, me, I'm 35. I'm like, no, I owe, I know everything, okay? You don't know nothing. I know everything, at least in their world. And I'm finding out, holy crap, my kids know more than I do when it comes to the computer. How do I know this? Because they can unlock an iPhone. How the hell do they do that? Like, are they, what are they doing? <laughs> are they grabbing my thumbprint in the middle of the night or something? Let's It's Mission Impossible. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but, you know, it's like, wow, okay. They, I have little hackers that are um, able to hack into things that I didn't know. And then I have to go back and fix their hacks, everything that they do. It's like, come on, really? Can you, can you please stop hacking the TV? Because this is getting old of going back and repairing what you just did. <sighs> Don't what me, you know what you did. You're like, what? You know, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. But all in all, the kids will never experience those times like we and most of the majority of you that are listening to this. Um, I'm pretty sure you remember those days. I remember. I remember the day back in the day we had an Emerson, I believe it was, an Emerson TV. It was like a 13-inch TV. Let me explain. It was a 13-inch TV, had two knobs on the top, okay? The top knob changed channels, and every time you, you changed the channel, it started out at, like, two, 
because for some reason one was never there, but that, that was really bizarre. Um, it was zero, and then two, and then three. But for some reason, one, we skipped over that one, and I don't know why, but okay. Um, and it went up to like 13 channels, or, or nine channels, or ten channels. Something along the lines of that. And every time you turn the channel, the TV would go... Every time you change the channel. And it was really interesting because it would get all fuzzy white and sto snowy, starry. It was really, really cool. And then underneath that um, had a UF... Uh, what was it? A UFI frequency knob which you can turn like 50 million different directions. Well, not 50 million. It would turn over 360 degrees, put it that way. And it had all these different little wavelengths, I guess, which were um, antenna uh, kind of thing. I, I never really was allowed to touch that. I, I got smacked for touching that, you know, because we didn't have cable TV back then. And... Uh, we had bunny ears. I remember those days. We had bunny ears, and we had a we had a big old antenna thingy that like was on a pole outside the house, up on the roof, and yeah, it had to travel outside on the roof <laughs> to go twist it because you know, hence I'm the smallest one, and if I fall and hurt myself, I'm able to you know bounce back a lot quicker than others. <laughs> You know, I'm a kid. You know, they're they're rubber. They're they're very rubbery. I found out. I know this because I have four of them, and they've fallen many times. And it's like, oh God, did you break a bone? And then, nope, nope, we're good. And they're running around again. It's like, oh okay, they didn't break a bone. That's good. And so I, it's logical, I guess, in in parenthood back then. We're gonna send the five year old up on top of the roof to go. <laughs> change the channel or turn the turn the uh, antenna so that way we can catch the signal stop right there we got it don't move no go back the other way you went too far oh yeah i i remember those days mm. there was no there was no rock paper scissor on that one and it was either you're gonna do it or you're gonna get yelled at or if you didn't do it your butt went to bed because you couldn't watch tv with everybody else because now they have to do your job. And um, if you can't do your job, you're going to bed. God, what a punishment. Now that I'm 35 years old, if someone told me, I'm sorry, you can't do your job. You need to go to bed. I would sit there and go, okay, thank you. I'm going to go take a nap now. <laughs> I would enjoy that. It's like, go to bed, go to bed, go to bed, okay. go to bed, go to bed. No, no argument from me. I, I, I really wouldn't have an argument if someone told me to go to bed. It's like, okay, I won't argue. Thank you. <laughs> There's a big difference when I guess you're a kid. It's like, go to bed. No, I don't want to go to bed. <laughs> okay, now let's go back and let's, let's take a trip back to Radio Shack for a moment. Now, what I was saying earlier on this was the fact of how cool Radio Shack was because... If you think about it and you were trying to get your VCR to record, I remember this because we took a trip down to Radio Shack 
and my father was like, hey, um, hey man, I, uh, I need help here. What's going on? I, I need to, I need to plug this thing into my TV so that way I can record my videos. Oh, what, what, what kind of videos are you trying to record? From a camcorder? No, no, no. I'm trying to record the videos on TV, like MTV or something. I want to record the music video on VHS. Oh, okay. You need this, sir. So they, you know, get the right RCA jacks and this and that. And, well, shit. Now that I think about it, there wasn't RCA jacks back then. That was a new thing later on, too. Wow. Okay, so it was coax cable. RG6 or RG5 or whatever coax it was back then. Don't quote me on it because I don't remember and I don't know. And I'm sorry if those that are sitting there going, No, it's this. Okay, fine. It's that. I don't remember. I just remember it was a coax cable. And um, yes, there are different types of coax. And amazing thing is that it's still used today. Um Digitally, too, which is kind of cool. Uh, anyhow, it, it point is, you take your stuff down there, and you're like, help me. And the Geek Squad, per se, which in all in all, really was there at Radio Shack. It wasn't, it wasn't the stores we have today. And, you know... It, Later on, branched out Circuit City, which was really, really cool. I I miss Circuit City. I used to work there. I, I, I miss them. They were expensive. Oh, God. Very expensive. But also, I, I did like the quality that they had. Um, and our competitor there today is doing really well, you know, which is cool. But never mind the point. Um, it, it's really funny because back then when we all had two TVs and I'm sure all of you at one point or another had tube TVs and if you're listening to this and you've never remember what a tube TV is let me explain a tube TV for those of you that may not know was this huge glass TV that weighed about 50 gazillion pounds and depending on the size of it if it was 13 inches or up to like a hell what was the other one 17 inch TV oh god that was heavy I mean it, when you had a 17 inch TV in the living room it was like cool we can actually see what the letters are saying on the TV versus in the living room watching on a 13-inch TV. It was really difficult on on the motion picture side of things. And then they got, you know, a little bit better when you got to a bigger TV. And then we graduated from a 17 and went to a 32-inch TV. And that weighed about trillion pounds trying to put that into the shelf of the TV stand. And that was cool. No big deal there. But... With the tube TV, there was something that really, really sucked with them. Was, as time went on, the TV tube started not to want to work. It got tired. And my father was very fond of, well, it's tired. So let it rest. So you'd have to turn the TV off for a little while and let it rest, you know, because it overheated or something. Who would ever thought we needed to plug a radiator into it? And 
some kind of cooling device. I don't think they had fans back then. Um, so it would get hot and it wouldn't work. And I was like, okay. So we'd turn around and the TV would go out. Well, now it's different. Or, you know, back then, you would smack the TV if the tube started to get a little wonky and you'd have lines go across the TV and it's like, it's not working. Well, just smack it a couple times. It'll be fine. It'll work. That was the way to fix things back in the day. You smack the crap out of everything. You know, a hunk of junk. And it, it's like, if I had the choice today between the technology that we have today and back then, I mean, don't get me wrong, digital status and what I'm recording on, and it's like, wow, amazing. But back then, oh my God, quality. Freaking quality was there on things i mean it the quality was there and it lasted forever and i mean forever you could buy one item back in the day and yes it was atrocious atrocious sorry it was atrocious on the price of what it cost but it was worth it because it would last years down the road i mean almost 20 years for a long time it was like thank you and you'd only it was an investment that would last for a while unlike today today's stuff is designed to work for five minutes and break and then now you got to get a new one and i'm not narc i'm not knocking on the market okay don't don't get me wrong here at all things are the way they are but on the other hand Today, it seems like we're starting to go back to the quality again. Some of you may agree with me. Some of you may disagree with me. That's quite all right. That's perfectly fine. I say in general. I'm not. I'm not saying in a specific thing. In general, I'm noticing that quality still exists, and I'm experiencing it, and it is once again expensive and okay there's also difference with quality and ease so if you want ease and quality then yes you pay ample amount of money for ease and quality that's true on the other hand if you can figure out for something to just work that's quite all right too long as you can get it to just work if if it works fine great you're, you're there on the other hand if you want something ease and quality and it you know to work really good and long then you got to pay for it so that motto is still there from way back when of the old days god that sounds so weird not old days but you get what i'm saying back then um it worked and here we are today you may get lucky and get a lcd flat screen will last you only so many amount of years i think the max life now is only about five years maybe on a screen a tv screen and it's quite funny because now the kids don't ever experience the days of smacking the tv oh my god you do that to the big screen tv you're gonna destroy it i mean yeah go ahead and smack it like you did back then see what happens um, it doesn't quite work well for you. 
I know because I've done this and I destroyed a 65 inch TV by doing so. It's like, this thing's not working, smack. Oh, whoops. You can't do that. <laughs> Lesson learned. Let's not smack technology. You got to be a little bit more delicate, a little bit more finesse with that. But, you know, no biggie there. Um, yeah. So the kids will never know what it's like today. Their world goes upside down the minute that something happens with the internet. That's all they know. Oh my god. That that's a whole nother conversation for another day and later date and time. But they didn't they don't understand the difference with TV today. We didn't have apps back then. I mean we had radio. And now look at where we're at now. We have podcasts. This is truly remarkable. Yeah. There you have it. Frequency. End of transmission.